This is Your Business Unleashed, a podcast about building a business that makes money without you. I want to help you grow your company effectively so you can enjoy your work and your life more. I'm your host, Clayton Aiken. I'm an accountant and business advisor, an entrepreneur and a family man. Every episode, I'll provide simple, actionable insights for entrepreneurs who want to get off the treadmill. We'll talk to other business owners about their journeys and industry experts about the tools that they use to gain a competitive edge. Let's unleash your business. Of all the questions a person can ask, why is certainly the most important. A friend of mine, Chuck Blakeman, likes to say, why is the most human of questions, whereas the other questions are very animal questions. Who will I eat? What will I eat? When will I eat it? Where will I eat it? And how will I eat it? Why requires us to dig beneath the surface. Later in this podcast, I'm going to give you six ways that focusing on your why is going to make your business way easier. Okay, here we go. One of the questions that I sometimes ask our customers at the accounting firm, a question to which the vast majority of us entrepreneurs have no answer, is, why does your business exist? Most business owners can talk about why they got into business. As an entrepreneur, that answer is almost universal. I wanted more freedom. I was tired of working for other people, nine to five, two weeks a year of holiday. I want to leave my mark on the world to make the world a better place. I had a great idea and I needed to share it. Whatever the reason for why a business owner started their business, most of us cannot clearly articulate why our business exists, which is sometimes referred to as a company's vision statement. Guru by Aiken Henderson, for example, exists to help entrepreneurs and business leaders build great companies. I covered a few personal whys in the episode called Who Serves Who? These are my guiding principles for everything that we do. Everything at work is guided by the why of helping entrepreneurs and business leaders build great companies. If something is happening around me that doesn't in some way serve the why, it needs to go, and quickly. So let's talk about the impact of why on our mental health and work environment. HSBC did a study some time ago that found that two-thirds of everyone who has ever reached the age of 65 in the history of Earth and humans are alive today. Think about that. We've never had so much time on Earth in the history of Earth. Getting old is kind of a new thing, and so is working into your 60s. And the research shows that the longer you work, the longer you'll live. Said differently, early retirement often leads to an early grave. Why is that? It's because people need purpose. They need a why. So why shouldn't we create a work environment for ourselves and our teammates and our customers that satisfies our human need for purpose? A best-selling author and friend, Chuck Blakeman, talks about how the world worked before the Industrial Revolution. Basically, everyone was an entrepreneur, and work was very much ingrained in personal life and the social fabric. In fact, 1850 was the first year in human history when more people left home to go to work. Blacksmiths, cobblers, butchers, they all worked out of their houses, and their work was entirely ingrained in their personal lives and their social statuses. It was only when factories were created, moving people to the assembly line and taking away their ability to participate creatively in their work, did the idea of mandatory retirement age, two to three weeks of holiday, nine to five, Monday to Friday, were invented. I'm not saying we should all be workaholics, far from it. The point here is that we have to have happiness at work, and we need to stop equating work to something that we need to get out of the way in order to go and do the things that we actually enjoy. The only way to start solving this riddle for you and your team is to focus hard on why your business exists. 
but more specifically, designing that why around the things that you value and around achieving your goals in life. All the best companies in the history of companies have clearly defined whys. Apple, to make the best products on earth and to leave the world better than we found it. Google, to provide access to the world's information in one click. IKEA, to create a better everyday life for the many people. LinkedIn's is to create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce. Tesla's is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. If you're Patagonia, your purpose is to save our home planet. This why dictates literally every decision that Patagonia makes as a company, and it draws employees, customers, and other stakeholders to them. The company's used its profits to purchase large plots of land around the world and turn them into nature preserves to prevent the land from being developed. That's a why that a lot of people can get out of bed for, that a lot of people can get behind. Patagonia's founder, Yvonne Chouinard, I hope I'm saying that correctly, was so concerned that as he stepped back from operations, the company may lose its way. So what was his solution? He gave most of his family's fortune, the share in the company, to a trust whose purpose is to use the profits of Patagonia, now a $3 billion company with $100 million of profits annually, to fighting climate change. Yvonne's announcement on Twitter said, Hey friends, we just gave our company to planet Earth. Patagonia and the Chouinard family's success was most certainly driven by the company's why. And my accounting firm, helping business owners and entrepreneurs build great companies, has its own rewards. We regularly attract team members who want to be a part of having a real and positive impact on our customers' businesses, and thus their families, rather than just filling out tax returns. Our why acts as both a filter for hiring, and it plays into everything we do, including our bonus and our profit share structure. Combined with our why, our mission and our values become the boss. Our team is able to make decisions without consulting me because I'm not the boss. Our why, our mission, and our values are. If a decision needs to be made, ask the values for the answer. If there's a reputation or financial risk, we should committee it. It's amazing when given context and direction of what the company is trying to achieve, how smart people are drawn to it, and when you allow them to be adults, how well they can execute a company's directives. This is because their sense of why, their sense of purpose, aligns with that of the company. Witnessing our customers thrive, at least in part as a result of our efforts, is pretty rewarding. It's not something that we need to get out of the way in order to get on with the things that we actually like doing. It's now become a part of our life. So here's six ways that your business will get way easier when you define your why. 1. Planning for the future. My partners and I spend an entire day each November to decide what we want out of the coming year. It's literally impossible to plan for the future if you have no idea why the company exists. 2. Measuring team performance and creating accountability. The metrics of our pay program and our bonuses are all derived from our values. 3. The way you structure your business. So we're 100% cloud-based, but we also love human interaction and we value a handshake, so we maintain an office. People can choose to come in or not because we measure people based on their outputs, not based on time in the chair, and this is in line with our why and our values. 4. Hiring and retention. I've already mentioned how this makes hiring easier, but the other part is that you'll be able to retain staff because your company is now focused on helping them make meaning rather than just making money. People want to work at places that make meaning because we spend so much of our human existence doing just that. It's only the last 200 years that have started to rewire us, that started to separate work and life. Your why helps your team make meaning at work. This is what the best employers do. 5. 
Marketing efforts get way more focused when you know why your company exists. Your why should shine through all of your marketing efforts. It will draw customers to you, like Patagonia. You were drawn to this podcast because of our why. Think about it. Six, who you will sell to will become a lot more obvious when you define your why. We call this your target customer. This makes my last point, marketing, way more effective because you know which customers you're targeting and and for which products and services. So I hope I've given you some inspiration to nail down your company's why. Without it, we're all doomed to the blind faith strategy in business, which is work really hard and hope some divine being will take care of the rest. You can definitely make a lot of money using this strategy. Many have. But as described in my podcast, Who Serves Who, you will never actually own the business and you'll have a lot harder time ever getting out of or selling it. The business will own you. Most of us didn't start a business so that we could be an employee in it. Some great resources that you can read to help you in defining your why are a book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek and another book called Making Money is Killing Your Business by Chuck Blakeman. Also, I host a three to five club on the first and third Wednesdays of every month at our office in Calgary, Alberta and online. This is where a group of CEOs slash business owners get together and talk about the fundamentals of business and we cover important topics like this one every single month. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Guru by Aiken Henderson. Guru is a cloud-based finance team for growing businesses that helps entrepreneurs by handling their bookkeeping, tax, and year ends, and gives owners the financial insights that they need to make better decisions. 